You're listening to The Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 72. So in this episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about how to have a business meeting. Now, you may be thinking, like, why do I need to know how to do that? Like, I literally am in business with myself, for myself. Now, whether you have a a solo entrepreneur venture that you're doing, whether you have a business partner, or whether you are thinking bigger and you're trying to build something nationally or globally, you need to know how to have an effective business meeting. And I think um, as someone who worked in a lot of different fields, you know, I've done culinary, I've done beauty, I managed a salon. Um, when I would go to staff and team meetings, I remember like showing up for a team meeting and people would just kind of rant and it would get very off track. And it was always like this gossip fest about let's just complain about all the things we don't like. Raise your hand if you've ever been in a meeting like that. So I mentioned in the last episode that my business partner, Erica, and I um, are lucky enough to be mentored by her dad. And so every month we set up a business meeting and the very first one, you know, I get in the car, I drive over, I show up, Erica's there, we go in, we sit down at the, at the table and, you know, we start going through our business plan and immediately he's like, where's the agenda? I'm like, uh, (laughs) what do you mean? And we're both like, what do you mean? And he's like, every business meeting should have an agenda so that we stick to the plan and that we stay on task with why we're even having the meeting. And it was like the second that he said that, all of a sudden, all of these light bulbs in my mind went off. I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. And I kind of had flashbacks of all of these other business meetings I'd ever been to where it was like an unwritten, you know, we'll just kind of cover these things. Um, and it always turned into this disastrous like rant of complaints and things that we're unhappy with. And, you know, like some, they weren't always negative. Sometimes we would celebrate or, you know, sometimes business meetings, they would bring like donuts or muffins or something, but it just wasn't an effective meeting because sometimes you would leave feeling like, oh good, we kind of covered stuff. And most of the time I would leave feeling like, why did I even have to come to this meeting? Like what a waste of my time because usually business meetings are not during business hours. And so whether you are having a team meeting with your team or whether you need to have a business meeting with a potential client or even a sponsor of one of your events, the same things apply. You want to show up as a professional and be respectful, not only of your own time, but of theirs as well. So how do you write a proper business agenda? I think it's important to think about, you know, how much time the meeting is. That's the first thing. Do you have 20 minutes? Do you have an hour? Um, I, I don't recommend going over an hour. I feel like there's too many um, things to, to talk about and it's hard to take action when you have these like three hour long meetings. Now, maybe there's like special circumstances where that's required, but typically if your meeting is like 30 to 45 minutes, that seems to be the sweet spot where you can cover what you need to and then what you should do is like talk about like what are the things we need to address? What are the things we're trying to do? So for example, in my first business meeting, we were talking about formation documents and how we want to set up the business. And, you know, do we need to get lawyers involved? And yes, we do. And who do we want to go with? And and who's going to shop around and price it out? And and then, you know, how long is it going to take? And we kind of went through all, all of the logistics of what we wanted to talk about. And then the next phase of the meeting 
is the delegation phase where you say, okay, who is going to take on what responsibility? And then after you delegate and say, okay, Chelsea's going to do this, you know, John's going to do that. Erica's going to do this. Um, we set a date and time to follow up. I feel like this is the most important part of a business meeting. Now, the reason why is it only, it not only gives you accountability of being able to say, okay, yes, like I have to get this done by this date and time. But when you have the next meeting, you follow up with those things. In our last meeting, Chelsea was going to do this, where are we at on that? And I, I mind you guys, I'm like, oh, whoa, like this is high level stuff. Like when you are a solo entrepreneur all by yourself and you don't think about it, you're like, oh my gosh, like this just upped my value as a professional times 10. Because guess what? I have meetings all the time with sponsors. And when I have those meetings, I am so much more effective when I send them an agenda of like why I want to talk to them and the things I want to cover. And sometimes I don't email it in advance. I just show up with it. Like when we have our meeting and I come to talk to them, I say, Hey, here are the things that I wanted to talk to you about. And then we talk about it. I ask them their feelings, you know, what, and I guess with a meeting that's with a client or a, a maybe a sponsor, somebody that's paying you, it's more, um, you know, you're getting more input from them. How does that sound? How does that feel? What do you think? And then you can make adjustments right on the spot. Well, then you can take that same model and you choose, okay, who is going to do what we're going to do the delegation phase. And then you set up that follow-up date and time so that when you have your next meeting or follow-up that you can kind of go from there and it helps clarify exactly what each person is responsible for as well as the outcomes that we are hoping for by partnering together, working together, you know, by having this meeting. So if you have not already, like it's super easy to go into Google Sheets and literally create like a meeting agenda. And those are the three points that you for sure want to have. Like what's the meeting agenda? What are the items that we want to talk about? Um, And they could be anything from like simple housekeeping items all the way to, you know, problems that we need to come up with solutions for or brainstorming new ideas. You can have the agenda cover whatever your heart desires, but then you need to take it a step further and do the delegation piece. Who is doing what? Who's responsible for what piece? Um, Which is where a team comes in really handy. Like you can see how as you scale your business and you can hire people and bring them on that you can accomplish more income producing activities when you have more people participating in the action items. And then of course the follow-up, when are we going to meet again? When does this need to get done by so that we can see where we're at? And I hope that as you are setting up your business, that even if you don't have a team to do meetings with, that you set yourself up this way. Like maybe every Monday you sit down and say, okay, what do I want to accomplish this week? Like you don't have to sit down at an office and make it all formal with yourself, but you know, just be intentional. And I think that's the thing about having a meeting agenda is it's not so much about the formality as it is setting the intention, planning when you're going to take action and then following up to see how you did. Is that not like how we set goals? Like you guys, am I the only one? Maybe you already knew this, but my mind was so blown because it just seemed like a formality um, that, you know, as a, a solo, solopreneur, is that even a word? Solo entrepreneur? Um, I just never thought to do. And so it has been a game changer in my business, in my life. And so you better believe like 
with my small team that I'm growing, that this is a weekly practice. Um, and as we have our monthly team meetings that we are able to look back and say, oh my gosh, look at how much we accomplished. And not just that, the secret is really that you are paying attention and putting an action item with a date and time. That's honestly the secret is sometimes it's scary to take action. And so we'll waste, we waste time and you don't do it on purpose. You just feel like, okay, well I'll, I'll research, keep researching. I'll keep studying. I'll keep looking at what other people are doing. Don't do that. Don't do that anymore. Stop. Just think about what you want to do and then think really hard about how you're going to get there and what you need to do. Yes. It's okay to be inspired by other people, but most research these days comes down to copying and imitations are just never as good as the original. And so don't, don't sell yourself short and don't sell your abilities and talent short because you are way more capable than you think. You're more brilliant than you know, and you have greatness and good ideas inside of you. You know, that doesn't mean that they're not going to be kind of rough around the edges at first. I always love to remember, you know, every master was once a disaster. Like when you start doing something, it's going to suck. It's going to look, um, it's going to look awkward and you're going to feel uncomfortable. And that's part of it. Everybody starts and everybody has that. Um, and it's, you know, it's just one of those things like you just keep doing it until it becomes comfortable for you. So I hope as you are getting set up with your business, as you're doing more and creating the type of, you know, life that you want and, and living a lifestyle that allows you to do something you love, that you take, um, intention into your meetings and into your weekly business mindset so that you can succeed on a level on a higher level far more than you ever thought possible. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. Um, if you haven't already seen this in my private Facebook group, I'm actually running a special. I created a special mini course called how to write a professional event proposal. And it's all about how to collaborate with sponsors, how to charge more for your event planning time and talents. And it's a full like six, like six lesson course. And it's on sale for only nine Yes, $9 less than you would pay for like driving through McDonald's, I'm sure. You can get this course and start getting paid for events. Now, this works across the board, whether you are doing retreats or, you know, dance parties or corporate events or mastermind groups, any sort of gathering where you are bringing people together and you want to monetize that, you need this course. So head over to housewifetohostess.com and I will have a link there. I will also put a link in the description of this podcast episode. And I hope that it just gives you a little bit of encouragement and faith. And literally, if you used this course to give yourself the confidence and the tools and the framework and the templates to write one proposal, and you only charged $100, which is like nothing for events, you would have paid the course back nine times over. So just keep that in mind. Like, I promise you the magic of having a mentor hold your hand and show you the ways it will give you leaps and bounds in your business. Thank you for being here. I'll catch you in the next episode. 